Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited to continue the series of Meet My Mentor. And today is Steve Chandler. And as I was thinking about him, it brought back so many memories. And right now, um, my oldest daughter just started first grade. And I was just thinking back to when I really dove into this personal development world. And Steve Chandler is one of the first authors that I really fell in love with and binged his books. Like he's got lots of books. And that's something that um, I've been very grateful for because it's like, I want to hear your thoughts about this. I want to hear your thoughts about wealth. I want to hear your thoughts about time. I want you to tell me about business and coaching and personal development and creativity, like all these different themes. And he has a book for it. And I love that. And if I ever write books, I feel like I'll probably write books like that because I feel like I have a relationship with him, you know, (laughs) even though I don't, I think it's super cool that he's really made his legacy in lots of different things. He's a teacher, he's a coach, um, he leads groups, he has programs, he's coached powerful people, he's coached regular people, he's written, you know, written tons of books. And he's, one of my favorite things about him is like when you hear him talk, he's just a regular dude and he would want us to know that. And he's given me a lot of inspiration, not just from what he says, but how he lives his life. He lives a pretty quiet life. He's not like super loud on social media. And yet tons of people know who he is and seek his coaching and read his books. And so one of the first things he taught me is that we create ourselves. His story is so incredible. He was like an alcoholic and all these things. And he teaches this principle that's like, you create yourself with your words, with your thoughts, with your actions. And when I found him, I was a young mom. I had two little girls and I was trying to create myself to be an entrepreneur. And if you're in that journey, you know, like if you've never been an entrepreneur before, it can feel like it's almost like this false thing. Like I'm not really this person, but what he showed me is like, no, like I just created myself a certain way. And now it's time for me to create myself anew. And there's a really powerful book that he wrote called creator. And it's about creativity, but in it he also like kind of threads this idea that we're creating ourselves we don't just create things like books art podcasts you know content or whatever we also create our personality and when you know that you're never like boxed in it's not like well i was born disorganized it's like no i've created myself to be disorganized you're not shy you've created yourself to be shy and what's cool about that is is if that's true then you can create yourself to be something else, to be whoever you want to be. And his coach, Steve Hardison, is kind of the person that I learned be do have from um, in his book, The Ultimate Coach. He didn't write it, but um, it was Steve Chandler's coach. Anyway, this line of thinking has been really powerful for me. And so that's one book that I highly recommend. It's called Creator. And then the next really big idea that I learned from Steve Chandler is that success is simple. And I want to read you this this part of his book from creator it's it's the chapter just find your path and i you'll just see his style of writing and just how simple he makes things it's like especially in personal development it really is like a breath of fresh air when you find him he says personalizing my explanation for why i'm not creating what i want to create has always turned out to be the wrong way to go for me anytime i collapsed into what is it about me creativity would disappear that was my hardest lesson learning that creativity isn't personal 
The creative flow is not related to the ego, no matter how much the ego tries to get involved and take credit. I also used to think that I had to force creativity to happen. When I was writing song lyrics for a living, I used to sit over my typewriter and bang my head with, a f- with my fist, trying to force creativity. It was only after I gave up, pushed my chair back, and heaved a big, self-pitying sigh that the words would start to appear. They would appear like fireflies in the dark night, and soon I could begin to see them. A friend recently asked me for help. She said, I find myself switching back and forth between things and not really creating my career. Once I hit a snag, I'm tempted to stop or switch to something else. How did you solve this? I thought for a long time, then it hit me. This isn't about some personal problem that has to be solved. It's more about a direction. In other words, there is a path. A path to the completion of what you want to create. A new song, a freshly painted bedroom, the ability to play over the rainbow on the ukulele, the creation of a prosperous career. Whatever you want to create, there is a path. And when you're not on that path, you're not creating. And when you are on the path, you're making progress. Sometimes I hit a snag and I'm tempted to leave the path for a while. Sometimes I do leave and walk down a side road. But the path is always there. It waits for me. It has no judgment. It will wait days, months, and even years. You asked, how did you solve this? There was nothing to solve because there was no real problem. There was only, but always, a path. A path you were not on. And the good news is that the path is not a problem. It's something you're on or you're not. If I see that I've left the path for too long to do something else, I can just go back to the path. If I want to create what the path leads to, I know I go to go back to the path. And it's like simple, but beautiful. And he, he mentions the path in a few of his books, this idea that there's like this path that's available. And when I get stuck, when I procrastinate, when I am hitting, hiding in fear, when I get distracted, there's not a problem. When I realize that, I just go back to the path. For me, that's been my business journey. He also wrote this book called The Prosperous Coach, which is very similar in mindset to the path, right? He talks about basically there's only certain things you need to do to sign high ticket clients. And one of the things I'm super grateful for is The Prosperous Coach. He wrote that book and it transformed my business. I still use principles of that book to sign my one-on-one clients of creating conversations and not making it a big deal and not needing clients and just serving them and not people pleasing them and making powerful offers where you get a hell yes or a hell no. And that came from him and his book it with Rich Litvin. He wrote that with, with Rich Litvin, but either way, the, the idea of this path that I can take, like if I haven't been marketing, if I haven't been creating content, there's not a problem. I just simply have to jump back on the path and start like start down the path again. And I really like this metaphor because for me, I have a history of like procrastination, disorganization, um, hiding in fear, not playing all out because I'm afraid of what people think of me. And like, I think that's why his books resonate so deeply is because he had those problems too. And so when he writes, he's like, hey, like it doesn't matter. You don't have to understand why you're doing what you're doing. You just have to do what you need to do, basically. And I use that in my coaching all the time because sometimes, especially if we're into self-development and the inner work, it can feel like intoxicating to know why, to like figure out the root cause and figure out the deeper meaning behind things. And while there are times for that, a lot of times we just have to get back on the plan, get back on the path, like he says. And so for me, it was like an aha. It was like the simplest aha in the world. Like, oh, I don't need to beat myself up. I don't even need to understand why I'm hiding, why I'm afraid, why I'm not doing what I want to do. 
why I'm going against my higher self, why my ego showing up, like none of that even is relevant. It's just what do I want to do in this moment. And he has a lot of books about the present moment. I think it's called Right Now. He also talks about it in Crazy Good. Um, those are two of his books that I, I recommend. And he's just like, come back to this moment. What do you want to do now? And that's where all our power is. You know, it's not in the future. It's not, it, you didn't give it away to the past unless you think you did. It's like, what do you want to do in this moment? And you can recreate whatever you want in this moment. And that's a beautiful thing. He talks about that a lot in Time Warrior. It's one of my favorite books. He's the one that introduced me to nonlinear time. Um, if you've read the book, The Big Leap, he, uh, Gay Hendricks also talks about nonlinear time, but Steve was the first one to introduce me to this idea that like the more present you are, the, the more you control time, that you don't have to like be time wasting or procrastinating if you're present. So the cure and the antidote for procrastination is being present instead of, you know, future tripping or dwelling on the past, you get really present and you just work. In fact, that's one of the big ideas that I learned from Steve too, is like success is just about simple, repeated actions. It's just about doing what you need to do without drama, just doing it and then doing it again and doing it again. <laughs> and that's how, honestly, how I've built my business. Like the things that I've done have been repeated and compounded over time. And that's why I'm successful. And often when I coach people who aren't successful, it's because they just stopped doing the basic stuff. And he teaches wealth that way too. It's like just the basic stuff, serving, being interested in other people, making offers to help, being available, believing it's going to work, working on your craft, um, improving yourself and showing up and like doing that over decades will make you very, very successful and very, very wealthy. He really differentiated for me the difference between serving and people pleasing. That serving means sometimes you say the hard thing, not and not because it's easy or comfortable because that's what will serve the client. He has a lot of coaching books. He has a lot of building your coaching practice books as well. And um, I've learned so much just how, from how simple he makes it. You know, he just, he thinks about people to serve. He wakes up and thinks about who can I write to? And he doesn't make it mean anything if people unsubscribe or people don't like his book or people think he's boring or people, you know, don't like his style or whatever. He's just like, that's fine. It's not for you. I'm trying to help people. And that's all he does. And I really love the simplicity of that. He's one of those authors that I've read his books many times because I tend to make things more complex. I tend to think things almost too, about things too deeply, which serves because I can really meet my clients where they're at and I have a lot of compassion. But also sometimes I do make things complex that don't need to be complex for myself. Sometimes I get into the rabbit hole of like, why am I doing this? Why can't I figure this out? Why can't I decide? I need to know why. And he just reminds me like, no, you don't. Get back on the path, <laughs> you know, keep it simple. And so I've really loved learning from him. He has great books. There's like I, just a few if you're a coach that I highly recommend. One is obviously The Prosperous Coach. That book will transform your business if you just live the principles alone. Um, and then other books he has is like 37 Ways to Boost Your Coaching Practice. That's another book. And then his other book is How to Get Clients. And all three are very powerful, amazing books. And they're very simple. And they offer strategies as well as mindset shifts to see that you are always in control of how many clients you have. And one of the things that I really learned from him is like, if I'm stuck in my business, it's because I haven't been serving enough. And that's something that I, I love the simplicity of that. It's like, okay, I just need to serve. I just need to make more offers. I just need to go out and help real people. It's the uncomfortable work that makes the difference. And so for me, Steve Chandler, like his, the, the amount of books that he has, like when you go and look at his books, I mean, there's just so many 
wealth warrior, crazy good, time warrior, prosperous coach, how to get clients, creator. I think I already said creator. Um, like right now, 30, like there's like a hundred ways to motivate yourself. He's just got so many books. And so I feel like you really get to know his personality and style really well. And it's just simple, simple stuff that's really powerful and it's not confusing. And so if, if you've always struggled to read books, like I would recommend reading him, not because it's like dumbed down. It's just like he cuts to the truth. And so you can take it away quickly and apply it immediately. And I love that about him. So I hope that you take me up on the offer to go study Steve Chandler. For me, he is an amazing success coach because success is simple. Now there's, there is complexity in being human, right? There's different relationships, there's different things. But if we remember what he talked about, what I talked about in the beginning, that we create, we're creating ourselves, we're creating our people in our lives. I have an episode, if you scroll back a little bit, called Creation. And in that, I, I talk about how we create the people in our life. And Steve was really the first person to show me that, that we create our spouse, we create our kids in our own minds. How we experience them is from our brains. And that blew my mind. And so we're always creating. It's just, do you like what you've created? Or would you like to create something different? And it is that simple. And I'm really grateful to Steve Chandler for teaching me that. Okay. After this, um, you guys, I'm going to jump into different content. So I hope you enjoyed Meet My Mentor series. I think I'll probably do it again because I just read so many books and I love sharing with you. But I, we will be returning to regular content in the next episode. And I will probably do another mentor series in the future. But I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took a took a look at these people and these amazing ideas that they share and teach because it's deeply impacted my life and business and I hope it will impact you as well. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, if you love this podcast, I know you'd love The Matrix. It's my group coaching program. I feel like it is the inner path of entrepreneurship. If you feel like entrepreneurship has opened you up to ideas of spirituality and mindset, where you feel like you need to challenge your old way of thinking and you want to do it in a group setting with me, The Matrix is the place. So I coach live every week. You get access to all my programs. It's an incredible opportunity to do this work of entrepreneurship together, and I would love to see you in there. Head to www.itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix to find out more and to join us today.